0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Coach Mike Podcast. I record this episode with Tinashe before the coronavirus hit, and I planned on releasing it right before she was going to be going on her sold-out music tour that was happening this summer. And I kept pushing this, you know, episode back each week, thinking that suddenly we would be able to release it because artists would be able to go on tour, but that has not happened but I'm releasing it this week because her story is so inspiring. Uh, she's really uh, tells us how to be your best self, how to reinvent your career, how to get back to your roots, and absolutely love her. So sit back and enjoy. Welcome to Nasha. Hey, how's
1: how it nice? going?
0: I'm good. How are you doing?
1: Awesome. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, thanks it's for so coming fun. out. We've met once before.
1: We have. That and- was really cool.
0: Yeah, what what do you remember from that meeting?
1: (laughs) That was, uh, it was at the top floor of Rock Nation. And we were talking about, it was probably early on in my process of thinking about releasing this album, I think. And I was just debating on what I wanted to do and how I wanted to get things started and forming a plan. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun.
0: Well, it sounds like you've completely changed up your team. Yeah. And so what got you to the decision to change your team?
1: Um... It just felt like it was time. It felt like it was um, – all signs were pointing towards that in my life. And I, I think I'd felt that way for a while, but it didn't – it wasn't like an overnight decision. It wasn't like something that was really quick like that. Um, it was just something that I kind of felt like in my intuition – it was just telling me that I needed to make changes and I needed to kind of from the ground up rebuild my entire structure of how um I was operating in the music industry. So that meant like leaving my record label and building a new team and how just long have you been in fresh. the music
0: industry? Like meaning in in a way that feels real to you.
1: Um I signed my first deal in 2012 or eleven. So a while now, <laughs> like 10 years. And how old are you? I'm uh, 27
0: 27 so you started when you were about 19
1: Yeah yes
0: and, and what was that process like were you, were you having big dreams of being a star or was it Yeah
1: I mean I that was again not something that just happened overnight I'd been building my career since I was really small I was in my first movie when I was 5 years old I wow. um started dancing when I was 4 um I started making music when I was around like 14 um professionally And kind of moving into that as something that I did full time. And so it's been something that I've done my entire life, you know. So at that point, it was exciting for me because I felt like that was when I was getting ready to show the world who I was as an artist for the first time um, as a music artist, you know, because I'd been doing acting and performing as all these other roles and stuff. So I was really excited.
0: And did, did you cuz you've collaborated with some of the biggest stars. You've been yeah, on a lot You've been on Beyoncé's tour, you've
1: Yeah, collaborated with <laughs> Yeah.
0: I mean, who have you collaborated with? Just oh, so gosh, many. a people. lot
1: a lot of amazing people. I've been really really lucky. Um <laughs> Britney Spears. Uh let's see who else. That she's always like the first person that comes to mind and I like forget everyone else. I like Blake. Um, but yeah, no, she's amazing. Um, like ASAP Rocky, schoolboy Q, future, Nick Jonas, Enrique Iglesias. Um, gosh, a lot of people.
0: Why? And why do you think that is?
1: I love to collaborate.
0: No, but but I'm saying so many women <laughs> would love to collaborate yeah. with those guys. Right? Yeah, like, totally. Like anyone would
1: for sure a thousand percent. So, so <laughs> yeah. did you,
0: was that what you envisioned as a kid?
1: Um, uh, yeah, I wanted you to do it, it all. I want all the things. You I wanted it. all that and more. Yeah. Got it. And sure. then what
0: has been the, uh, the biggest kind of wake up call
1: mm-hmm.
0: compared to maybe the vision you once had?
1: Um, I think there's the timing of it all. Mm. Um, I thought that everything was going to be really, really easy. Which I do think was very beneficial for me because I feel like that led me to kind of accomplish the things that I accomplished because I just had this like plan A, everything's going to work out kind of attitude about everything. I was very not jaded in the slightest bit, like completely. I give, you know, that a lot of credit for how I was able to just kind of manifest this entire life for myself because it's not like I had any particular help or, you know into the industry, you know, like my parents are from the Midwest. So it was was interesting just in my life to see how um, that, and especially once I started doing music, how that kind of changed and um, how the kind of noise of other people and the media and social media, people like that would like seep in and how that would start to affect that perspective that never really had an effect on me, say, growing up. Or anything like
0: that do you remember do you remember like a moment where it shifted like where you were no longer um whatever not jaded yeah. about anything you were like oh i trust it i'm with it this yeah. is like god this is flow yeah. this is amazing and then there was anything that was just like hit the brakes
1: yeah um yeah i would say early on it was stuff with just like collaborative stuff with my record label. Like f- one was that like, I really wanted a particular album cover mm. and at the last minute they are like, you can't have that album cover. And just something like that for me was like a moment where I realized that I just didn't really have that kind of control <laughs> uh, that I thought that I had, um, which I, and I did for the most part. So it's hard to kind of say that that was, you know, but it
0: is, it is a trip. Like, so I'm an author, it honestly right? It so, is. so I'm on my second <laughs> book. And the the there's this whole thing where there's a, there's a committee, right? Mm-hmm. There's so many committees of voices, so many
1: people that right? have so to many approve, 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 and, and that
0: think they have the answer, right? Of like, course. and this is it, and this is the hit, or this is the moment, or this is, and it sometimes gets really confusing mm-hmm. because, especially when we're evolving in our career, we look towards different people, and no mm-hmm. one has the answer, right? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. truly, because mm-hmm. no one's God,
1: absolutely, and also I feel like those voices at the same time, they're not necessarily trying to sabotage mm-hmm. you. So that's the other thing that becomes confusing because you trust these people and you want to believe that everybody does have your best interests at heart. And I mean, not maybe not everybody, but that most people, when they give you advice, that you should maybe take it into consideration. And I think that that... Uh, Only can go so far because at the end of the day, you yeah, you have to find that. You can't find that from outside sources from other people. It really can misdirect you, I feel.
0: And and looking back in your career uh, in in the spotlight, what are some decisions you made that you knew you made for yourself? And you're like, I'm so proud of that.
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, I made big decisions like early on that I can't believe that like I did, for example, just leaving regular public high school like going out on a limb to like pursue my career as a full-time thing and and not do the like normal school thing with the rest of my peers like that was a huge life shift life change that i made life choice that i made at what 15 years old so uh that you know different things just wanting to take my career seriously um from early on, f- releasing my first mixtape without, you know, like help leaving my record label. You know, those things are all like pivotal moments where it was like, these are life shifting opportunities. Yeah. yeah.
0: And those, um, when you made a decision at 15 to pursue this, do you remember, was it internal voices that were like, Oh no, maybe you don't want to do this. Or was that people in your life?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's more like my peers, uh, people that, I would grow up around that, you know, my friends, um like people I would go to say like the Girl Scouts with, like their parents just like looking at me differently. People just like throwing little
0: things Dicks. here and
1: there like are you sure like are you sure that this is what you want to do? Right. You know, it's it's pretty risky. <laughs> you know, things like that. Um like my one of my so-called best friends, not my best friend because she's always been there for me and she's still my best friend, but um yeah, just like different things that I would go through um at the time uh, but it never came from my family that was the other thing that mm. i felt was very helpful for me that they were such an incredible support system in every decision that i've made in my career since i was so so young and right. that to have that kind of insight from their perspective being a parent and to allow me to kind of make those big decisions i give them a lot of credit for that <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> sure. amazing
0: they let you shine what you want to shine
1: honestly yeah
0: and and so in this last year though you were in a state it sounds like of confusion of mm-hmm. what to keep what or not i to guess keep. the
1: year before year before last yeah
0: and around you were feeling pretty confused
1: yeah thousand percent
0: and and what kind of made you feel confused
1: um well it, i think it was i'd reached a point in my life where i just felt like everything seemed like it was heading towards a trajectory that was maybe comfortable, but I knew deep down wasn't where I ultimately wanted to be. And I had to make big changes in order to shift the narrative of my life or like the direction that I was going. And that was like the big career decisions Mm. that weren't necessarily so easy to make. Um, like, You know, lots of those are personal relationships or relationships that you've built over, what, like, seven, eight years. Yeah. So that is a big deal (laughs) Um, to just kind of take a step back from those relationships. Those are, like, big.
0: Were there a lot of relationships? That
1: yeah sure. i mean like from you know my management was something that i'd been with for what like eight years nine years since the first time that mm. i f- first created like a mixtape even before then i knew my manager when i was in a girl group when i was like 16 years old or 15 years old so those types of things when you're making huge decisions like that when people are like family to you and then you have to like walk away from that that's something that's it's devastating for a lot of reasons, you know, but I felt like it gave me the freedom, the opportunity to grow. Mm. And I was really ready for opportunities for growth in my life. And just like the, the chance to become better literally in every single area and challenge myself, because I feel like I thrive the most when I put the pressure on myself. Mm. Uh, like when I challenged myself to do these things, when I had like my back against the wall per se. Um, that's easier for me to like kind of rise to the occasion than it is when say I have like this whole machine supposedly behind me that I think is gonna do all these things for me and then they don't.
0: Right, and and I imagine uh, it gives you a confidence in yourself because if people are telling you how to look mm-hmm. or dance or sound mm-hmm. and represent yourself and brand yourself, yeah, like at every level. At every level. And how do you set boundaries? Um, around I th- that,
1: I think it it's hard because for me, th- like I said, again, that process was very insidious. Uh, it wasn't like very obvious. Like it wasn't like I wanted to do a, and I had to do B. Mm-hmm. It was like, I wanted to do a, and th- I was allowed to do a, but it was like a 5. So it wasn't like fully a hundred percent me. So that was how it would like kind of shift slowly but surely. And like, I can't blame anyone for those types of decisions either, because it was like, I was trying to compromise or like be a good sport. Or like, also like, I would agree with a lot of the decisions because I was like, that makes sense, you know, from hearing that perspective from other people. So I think the biggest difference, the biggest thing that I gained that you kind of touched on, like confidence was Especially in my songwriting and my music again, because that was something that I felt really like a lot of honestly like sadness that I'd lost that like truly deep down, Mm -hmm. very sad to my core, like grief almost that I felt like I couldn't, you know, be the same creative that I used to be. And that was because I felt like I just had no confidence in my abilities as a a writer, artist, whatever. And when I just started doing everything myself again, then like that instantly, instantly reinvigorated Mm -hmm. and made everything feel so much better. And how much is
0: that when you say, uh, because there's a lot of people around, so you come out with music Mm -hmm. and then uh, do you hear like, it's not working?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like this isn't
0: working. And then you're like, but I love it.
1: Or or it's like things that I would want wouldn't necessarily get the same kind of support and energy and excitement as, say, maybe stuff that I would create with other people who had like more accolades or like a bigger name. And and to me, I would be like, well, that makes sense. But at this, you know, for me. I felt like a lot of the stuff that I was making was really good and it wasn't necessarily getting the same kind of appreciation and that messed with my
0: head. Yeah. Like it
1: really, really, really messed with my head, um, to where I was like, well, yeah, my stuff
0: can't be that, as, that good. <laughs> right. Like I, 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 you weren't trusting your own thoughts and, exactly. and per, your perspective changed. So I'd
1: get in the studio and I'd just sit there and be like, what should we do? You know, it would be a right. different, it's a different energy now where I'm like there and like now it's, it's just, it's And you start to feel empty. Yeah. Totally. Which
0: is so rela- We all reach points, right, in our careers yeah. where we just start to go, like, "What? Is, why am I doing this? Yeah. Like, what is it's my purpose? It's one thing
1: to, like, go through the motions, like, play shows and, like, do, do photo shoots and, like, you know, be working. It's yeah. another thing to, like, feel fulfilled in all of that. And I feel like the missing piece was just, like, that. It really came from myself, but it was supported by a lot of the stuff that was just around me.
0: So you went through this period, you let everyone go, and then you were you came out with an album. Mm-hmm. So walk me through that process. So so you basically were like, all right, I'm going to do this myself. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm dropping off. I'm shedding out all these other layers and Everything. the machine's not behind me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it had to be liberating but also scary.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was – I wouldn't necessarily say it was scary at first. The first thing that I felt was was just – Complete like relief. And then um, and then it got to excitement. I honestly, honestly, yeah, I haven't really felt scared about no. it. It's felt so right since I made that decision that I can't ever say I really felt scared about it. It was before I did it that I felt the most fear about it. Once I made that leap, it was like, oh, okay, this is for sure the best. Everything it's, it's
0: almost like you made a decision to live in your art. Y- yeah, yeah fully yeah
1: that's what it was a thousand percent and i feel like people can genuinely tell the difference Mm -hmm. and whether they can like recognize it in the art itself or if they can just feel that difference between like what i've put into it yeah and then when it gives back to them i just think they can tell the difference
0: (laughs) right and you feel because you feel different it has a different energy yeah and so leading up to the album yeah You came out with the album, songs for you. Uh And and so now someone really gets to feel who you are.
1: Mm -hmm. That one-on-one interaction, that energy is, it's like an entirely other level of how I can connect with the people. Because the music is one thing. Mm -hmm. And then the performance is like, that's another thing that I just like love and thrive in and just like feel like the most myself is like when I'm performing, it just brings this whole other character out of me. I don't know. Where it comes from, but it's like that's the thing, you know.
0: Yeah, and you feel like you're. That's what I live for. You're, full, <laughs> and you're fully living it now. Yeah. And so, what is as much as possible for sure. And t- and so, what is the message of your art now?
1: Um, I think it's just authenticity, like a hundred percent. It's just like going for whatever that that is, with no apologies, you know, and no doubt behind it. And just like letting yourself be free in that, so I think that that's kind of like the underlying energy behind.
0: Yeah, just and, the
1: project itself. And do you,
0: what, what uh, in terms of lessons you've learned? Do you care about outcomes as much as you Mm-mm. did?
1: No, it's different because I feel like. So when I catch myself thinking about things like numbers or you know chart position, um, I start to realize that what I've gained um, in letting go of taking that as seriously is like so, is so much more than what I. You know, like you put so much energy and so much thought into taking those things into consideration that it bleeds into your art. It messes up your creative process. I really think a lot of artists, like when they start to mess up is when they start feeling pressure or Mm. they start feeling like, oh, I have to make this because people will like it more. Like you can't make art for other people people you really have to make it for yourself and then other people will appreciate it because you've made something amazing and dope that's meaningful to you you know yeah so i feel like when people start thinking about like charts and numbers and making hits and all these things that I thought about for years. Or if it's working. Or if it's working or not, or like, should we shift direction or like, should we like overanalyzing every single little move? Mm. It takes the soul out of everything. You know, it really just like, and that's where the magic is. So how do you
0: gauge? How do you gauge when you're living in your art versus not now? Like, is it a Mm -hmm. feeling? Is it a, like, how do you know?
1: Um, I d- I'm not a hundred percent sure, but for me it feels nine day different. So I'd say it's a feeling. Feeling.
0: It's a feeling. Yeah. So can you think of something in the last few weeks that's come your way and you're like, mm mm, that doesn't um, feel right?
1: Um, maybe just like like brand endorsement deals or like collaborations, like songs that people have sent me or like beats that a producer will play. Maybe like that's one thing. Like I'd get in the studio with people and just kind of like be like, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? And I'm just kind of past that. Also, it's like, what do I like? What do I want? Like, let's move past that. Let's create something new. Let's experiment. Let's right. get weird. <laughs> Every time I'm like, play me your weirdest beat. Let's get funky. <laughs> yeah, and it's ha- fun. it's more
0: and, fun. and how do you? Who's on kind of your your team in terms of trusting mm-hmm. or making decisions? Like, mm-hmm. is it are your parents? You call your parents and say, "Hey, oh, mom yeah. and dad, yeah, I got this song. Check it out for me." <laughs>
1: Well, I don't really, they're, well, they listen to my music. Um,
0: when you're really excited about yeah, it, do you I'm call really,
1: them? Um, well, I, I'm really, really close with my family, and my parents, my brothers. Um, so I probably would play it for them first because I feel like they, their taste is a little bit more accurate.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but my parents are amazing too. They have great taste and we're so close as a family. So yeah, I tell them everything that I'm excited about, like, but I also have a really great core group of friends. Um, that I'm really lucky to have.
0: What I love about your story is, which is, is it's incredibly relatable, is having a lot of success, mm-hmm. then running along what you believe or perceive mm-hmm. instead of sticking with your art. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you end up in a spot. Then you're like, enough is enough. Yep. I need to rebuild and I just need to... I don't care yeah. anymore. I'm not cool with any of it. Whatever. I just... I need to feel free. And you felt free.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which is all based upon you being authentic. Absolutely. And staying true to yourself. Absolutely.
1: It's crazy how people can tell, can just feel that energy, tell the difference. Like the the feedback that I've gotten from even say like the creative community or like people that I work with Mm -hmm. just on the difference between the music itself and just my energy as a person now versus say two years ago when I released my last album it's just so different and it's crazy how everyone can tell <laughs> you know
0: right but most important is you can tell
1: I can definitely tell
0: and and do you uh find that you attracted you've attracted different people now in this spirit versus before even in your personal life
1: um I feel like it's more so that I've. I'm drawn... in heaven, by
0: the way, with your authenticity. I'm like, really? Oh man, I feel so good. You it, you're making me feel good. It's like, good. oh yeah, reminders. Like, yeah, look, I'm much older than you, and I'm even a coach, but I'm like, yeah, back to the basics. Yeah, back to the because that's where yeah. it all starts.
1: It exactly, and I feel like that's kind of what I was about to get to. Is that I feel like I've kind of more so drawn in tighter, um, my other relationships, I've or just like people that. I really vibe with and like connecting with them on like a deeper level on like a more intimate creative level because my stuff is all right. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like that energy has made all of my close relationships closer. If that makes sense.
0: I gotcha. And I imagine, I mean, this is just going into the studio yeah, and being a very attractive woman who has soul, mm-hmm. who can sing, Can is the best dancer in the game. Oh, thank you. But like, how do you, um, how does a woman set boundaries?
1: Yeah. Um, well, that's that's always a tricky one because I feel like that's kind of person to person. For you, for you
0: though, yeah. Oh, it is person to person even for you.
1: For sure, a thousand percent. And I also think that... Um, it's hard because a lot of the times like collaborative boundaries and then like personal boundaries are kind of different. Like I probably wouldn't let somebody that I just got to know stay at my house till like four in the morning on like a personal thing, Right. but like on a collaborative thing, like for sure come over like we'll hang out all night. Right. So Let's it's create- it's just interesting how those things kind of coexist and and it is sometimes confusing when people kind of try to blur the line between the two for me. Because obviously the collaborative thing is like all, what I'm all about. And then like the personal thing is like secondary to me.
0: Does it happen a lot?
1: Um, f- I wouldn't say a lot, but sometimes. And what do you do? Um, I think, I don't know. What do I do? Um, it kind of depends on the situation. Because I'm thinking if I was, look, if I transfer yeah. bodies with you, yeah. if I was you yeah.
0: and I was roaming around and yeah. I can dance like you can mm-hmm. dance, I can sing like you can sing yeah. and I look how you look, yeah. I imagine yeah. that, uh, and I'm not, th- this isn't a, like I'm suggesting that you should be uh, narcissistically yeah, yeah, like yeah, I'm, yeah. you know, I'm top dog and I'm so amazing <laughs> But I imagine, because you're such a star, that you know you have to somehow navigate mm-hmm. um, men being really flirty. Yeah, and I mean, and, may, and feeling like you're respecting yourself in it with like, hey, simmer down. But like,
1: weirdly, also, I feel like people don't really approach me too much like that. They don't not really i don't know if like being like a girl in the spotlight kind of puts you isolates you in a way um but yeah not as not as much as i think people think
0: got it so where do you end up meeting like y- you're sexually fluid
1: yeah yeah
0: so men <laughs> women yeah and uh how do you typically date
1: um i mean i d- I, I don't that's the thing. You don't date. I don't. It's just kind of like whatever falls naturally into my life, and I stumble into those kind of things. Like those every time that I've been in, say, a relationship, which is like what, like twice. <laughs> yeah,
0: you <know>, you've <laughs> been two relationships.
1: Yeah, two relationships. Um, and one one was when I was like sixteen, and then one was more recently. And though, like those were things that I just kind of stumbled into. It wasn't things that I was like looking for or actively dating people. I haven't really ever, that's kind of outside of my comfort zone, honestly. Like just kind of like, let's talk to someone over here, talk to someone over there. I don't know. I've never really done that. I've never experimented with
0: that. With dating?
1: (laughs) No, like traditional dating. No, not really. Like I've never been on a dating app. Well, I have, but, like, for, like, a week. Really? Yeah, I didn't go out with anybody. Funny. Like, entertaining.
0: Did you really put your face and name?
1: Yeah, but it was, like, a dating app for celebrities. like Oh, it
0: was Raya? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that just didn't work out. So it sounds like dating is not that important to you in general
1: right now. definitely not. It's never been, honestly, since I was pretty, like, my whole life. I can never really think of a time where it was, like, really important to me.
0: Well, I yeah, I always think it's interesting how uh, how much pressure there is to date, yeah, or to be in a relationship. I and
1: always like, was confused not, by If you're not somehow,
0: that. you're like something's wrong with you. Yeah,
1: I was always really confused by that like when I first got in the game in my career, especially people being like, "Why don't you date?" Like, I'd be like, "What do you, what do you mean?" I'm like touring. I'm like on tour in South America. With, what do you mean? Like, how yeah. am I going to date somebody? That's never really been like felt like it fit into my schedule (laughs) yeah so i don't even know so if i've ever dated somebody it was like i was like okay this is gonna mess my stuff up so i guess i must really like you it's not something but you don't
0: yearn it is what Mm i mean you don't crave it i mean
1: like from time to time i mean everyone's like human right yeah like that intimate connection for sure but it's not that doesn't fill me up truly like i know even if i'm in like a happy relationship, if my other stuff isn't like on point, Mm. I'm not going to be really truly happy. And that's a problem. So when all of my career and stuff is going really well, then I feel like I'm able to even consider opening myself up for relationships. Like I'm happy. That's what makes me the most happy.
0: Do you have like spiritual beliefs and...
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: What yeah. do you do for your spirituality?
1: I don't know. I just kind of... Whatever feels right. I don't really have like one specific belief system, but I'm I'm really open to a lot of, you know, just putting out amazing energy, hearing yeah. a lot of discussions in spirituality. I've always kind of been interested in it since I was really young. So just kind of taking my journey and what that means for me. I don't know. I got you. It's
0: just whatever's aligned for yourself. And then when you want to get inspired, let's say you're like, well, I have two questions, really. The first is what type of dance or Mm -hmm. art or in life today Mm -hmm. in this last week has been really inspiring for you?
1: Um, Well, I just did like a dance class with a couple of my uh, like one of my closest friends in the dance world that she kind of always says, like she even said to her students the other night that I was the first person that kind of gave her the opportunity or like gave mm. her her start per se as like a, real professional in the industry as opposed to somebody who was just like maybe making YouTube videos and how much that, that meant to her. And she's just like so special and so genuine and like just killing it and, and giving this kind of gift and confidence to so many other people. Who is
0: that? Her name's Jojo. Oh, I know Jojo. Jojo. I've danced with Jojo. Yeah? Yeah, I did a class with Jojo. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, she's amazing. She's
1: so great. So like to hear that kind of was really inspiring. And I was like, well, that was yesterday or two. Yeah. The day before.
0: And you choose everything you wear now. Yeah. So you don't have people dressing you and
1: (laughs) I mean, like I'll get maybe a a stylist for like an event or yeah, like a shoot or something like that. But yeah, I mean
0: everything's you. Yeah. Okay. So you and
1: all those decisions are all mine, you know? It's never going through like this chain of command that we kind of
0: talked about. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. It's all, it's all, if you want to bring in a stylist, you bring in a style Yeah, and you're making the decision.
1: And even with, a, say, a stylist, then I'm still like, I like this. I don't like this. You know, like there's a specific direction and like concept behind like pretty much everything that yeah. I'm doing.
0: So what, uh, how do you find ways to get creatively inspired? Like what works for you with kind of, um, charging you up?
1: Um, being in nature, being around my family, just feeling like a complete person ever that day. Um, I'm like a really big believer in like, just kind of making yourself as happy as possible every day. So like, even if you don't, feel like doing something that day, then like you shouldn't do something that day. Like, especially in terms of like the creative process, like you can't force it. You have to be in a place where you feel kind of like your tank is full in order to kind of give your best, at least for me. So, um, yeah, I just like to do stuff that I think is fun. I like to go to lunch. I like to hang out with my friends. I like to go on hikes and be outside so around not, my family, it almost
0: it sounds like in or since you've been really inspired lately. So it sounds like what you've done to to recharge and get into it is you've you're making all your decisions now mm-hmm. and you're owning it mm-hmm. and you're confident in them either way.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm unapologetic about making those decisions. You know, it yeah. feels to me like for better or worse, this is what I've chosen, and that's going to you know, translate to people. Mm-hmm. So that's what's important now. I love it.
0: And so you're, you, you have a close friend that you run things by or is there now In that you don't have a creative, huge te- Yeah. Just like, um, do you have a go-to person you call with your creative stuff?
1: Not I have a few. I have a few really close friends that I trust from different creative kind of perspectives. Like a couple friends that I'll always like play songs for that I'll see what their reaction is. A couple friends that I'll like always ask, like if they just think something's cool or not. Like people right. that I just think have good taste. You know, I have friends that I think have amazing taste. So just those kind of things. And then I have, you know, like a friend who, Anytime that I feel on like a personal level about anything that I can hit, and that's also really obviously important. So I have different f- different friends for different
0: things. Yeah, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's important in our team. Like I find I have a friend who, when I'm in a ba- t- having a tough day, mm-hmm. like let's say I'm just the thoughts aren't aligning, the feelings aren't aligned. I didn't get a good night's sleep. Mm-hmm. I'm like overwhelmed. Don't know what to do. I actually, like someone on my team, my decision team is someone that I know has had the roughest childhood. Yeah. Who's like, I don't call a therapist. Right. I don't call someone even in my own industry. I call someone who I'm like, he knows how I'm feeling. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. it's interesting how we choose people, mm-hmm. um, even with who we perceive would think something's cool or mm-hmm. would sound right or right movement mm-hmm. based upon. Um, just our own vibing with them, right? Yeah. That's that's what I also think is a spiritual thing, is like how we're connected to other people.
1: For sure. Because I feel like I'm connected. Yeah, exactly. I'm connected to so many different people, collaborators, friends on such different levels or in such different ways. Like we all really have very different relationships. I don't have the same relationship with like anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, even like say my two different brothers, like the d- relationships I have with the two different brothers is so different Like two yeah. different parents um so yeah it's interesting how you connect
0: <laughs> well we have the the uh universe decides wheel oh that I'm yeah have you spin fun so everyone who comes on the podcast okay. spins the wheel all right and you're gonna take a spin on this and nothing is too uh dangerous okay <laughs> um and let's see if we can get this bad boy f- Going right. All right. So what you want to do is you just want to hit the wheel.
1: Okay. Oh, okay.
0: The wheel is spinning and is landing on a celebrity impersonation.
1: Wow. Um. <laughs> do I have any good ones? Okay. Um. I can do like Shakira. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: my gosh. All right, this Shakira. is so
1: embarrassing. You guys, don't get mad at me. Don't drag me. Okay, should I do
0: it? There's no dragging allowed. Yeah, no dragging allowed. Base, you know, we do not drag people. We lift <laughs> laugh people, even okay. for terrible impersonations. Okay, ready for Are... my
1: Shakira? Okay, okay.
0: <laughs> oh, the movement too. No, you got gonna, the movement. I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna laugh so like I can't look okay. at anybody. Okay, okay, maybe I should. Okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> you even had the eyes going too yeah like- you were out there i was like who is she looking at she at the moment <laughs> oh, yes yes that was good that thank was you, good thank you, thank you, thank you, thank oh yeah <laughs> all right thank you
1: <laughs> that's a embarrassing thing I've ever done in my life. Was,
0: uh, <laughs> it was powerful. It was Thank really you. powerful. <laughs> We're changing lives. All right. Spin it. that wheel. Okay. <laughs> All right. The next. I'm like, what else? What do we got here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Most embarrassing moment.
1: Um, one time, uh, I was, I flew on a private jet with this guy to a destination that was very humid and i was getting off of the jet and i was on the top step and i fucking i mean sorry i was on the top step and i slipped and i went and i fell down the entire steps and then like like scratched up my whole back and i was like bleeding and i was
0: like oh no you're like i'm fine it was nothing
1: (laughs) i was like did anybody see that okay
0: It's so embarrassing. Nothing to see. So painful. embarrassing. It sucks when it's embarrassing and painful because you're like, God, I'm right. now feeling that embarrassing. And then you're like, like trying days. not to
1: walk like it hurts. Yeah. Cause that's even more embarrassing. Yeah. That was bad. Good times.
0: Spin that wheel. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: favorite part of my body. The
0: favorite part of your body.
1: Probably my dimple. Your dimples? Mm-hmm. I only I kind of have like like a fake one on the side, like it's They're not cute. like a it's not like a whole f- one, but like this one's popping.
0: You got the popping dimple. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and one mm-hmm. last spin. Okay. Wow, it's such an aggressive spin you just gave. <laughs> All right. Ooh, what is my your drag, drag queen, queen name? name?
1: Um. Hmm. Probably Nache. Probably Nache.
0: mm Hmm. Mine would be yeah. Delight Flintlock.
1: Yes. How did up- you come up with that?
0: Well, it's my dog's name.
1: I was gonna say my say street it, name too, street but name I didn't want to like drop it. that, you know. Your dog's name.
0: Well, my first dog was Delight, and then I grew oh, up on cute. Flintlock. So Delight Flintlock.
1: It's a good name.
0: Yeah. They also say that's what you say is when you want your stripper name. You right. come out with your Okay. You know, your your dog and your street. So you would be Na Yeah, Na So that would be like Na or Nache.
1: Nache. Nache. Nache.
0: Got it. Well, uh, thank you for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate your story. Thank me. you. Yeah. That was Tanache. What a bummer her tour was postponed due to the coronavirus. But you don't have to miss out on her music. Download it. Stream it. Hit her up on social media. I think it's always great when we tell other people what's inspiring about their story. For the music Uh, during times like these it keeps all of us motivated to get compliments from other people also please download in other episodes or you can subscribe to this podcast I'm going to be pivoting I'm going to be coming out with a new podcast series called Always Evolving and they're going to be 20 minute short incredible magical amazing full of tips and solutions that we can apply to our own lives so uh if you've been downloading every week this podcast i'm going to be pivoting a little bit and i'm really curious your guys thoughts once i do that so we'll talk very soon we're all always evolving bye for now